Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you were listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs. You have made it. <laughs> you have made it to episode 124. They said they said it couldn't be done. They say it can't be done a lot, but damn it, the Two Broke Watch Snobs have made it. I'm I'm starting to to wonder who who they is. They is they suck. They suck. <laughs> they they encompasses everyone who has never taken us seriously. Everyone who we've emailed and said, "Oh yeah, we're really saving these for real watch watch websites." Oh Everyone God. who's ever, which has happened to us before, I we've reached about out. That brand, right? We reached out and it's like, "Hey, we think you're really cool. We'd love to view in the site." You know, uh, we're really just kind of working with real watch websites. That's good. I hope your home burns down and all your fucking stock goes with it, and your family <laughs> does too. All right, because the next time you fucking reach out, I'm literally gonna mail you a picture of my fucking taint. Because that's how I deal with being disrespected. My pieces of shit. Who we reach out to. That's it. As I as I light a candle for some ambiance. <laughs> are, you, are, you lighting, are you lighting a candle? <laughs> I am. It's my so, favorite my favorite candle scent is uh, apple cinnamon. That's a good one. My favorite candle scent is one I discovered about a year or two ago. I didn't realize it was a candle scent. Do you remember when you were here in Disney going through um, Spaceship Earth, the golf ball in Epcot? Um, yeah. Do, do you remember yeah. that ride? Yeah. Do you yeah. remember the part where you're going through Rome and you smell burning like books and burning wood and like yes. burning people have captured that smell in a candle. And it's my, oh my goodness. favorite. It, this, the candle is literally called Rome burning. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. I feel I feel like an empowered Visigoth every time I light my Rome <laughs> burning candle. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was I talking about? Yeah, you do. Yeah, I hope your home burns down like fucking Rome, dude. All right. For disrespecting <laughs> us like that. Um, they encompasses that person, those people, and anyone that's ever felt like this isn't a real show. But regardless, I'm getting very distracted by how hungry I am right now. You have reached episode 124. This is a really special episode, kind of really inspired by this um, Tiger Concept review I posted on the site a week or so ago. It's the We're kind of dubbing it the Try Before You Buy Dilemma. This is episode 124, the Try Before You Buy Dilemma. And this discussion is going to be really encompassing what you're supposed to do as a watch person who maybe you see a quote-unquote expensive watch and you're not necessarily sure if you want to save up for it and maybe you want to, but maybe you want to try it on. Is this worth yeah. reaching for? Um, maybe there's not an AD or a boutique around you that carries it, so you can't physically walk to there to try it on. What a lot of people end up doing is they'll buy something from Tiger Concept or they'll buy some really, really crummily made like fake watch to buy it and then try it on, and they'll make their choice whether or not to buy that watch based on how the copy performs, mm -hmm. um, yeah. which presents some some pretty incongruous like points of connection in terms of you making a buying decision, you know, which we can talk about later, but that's the main idea for the show. But first, yeah. Well, yeah. What were you going to say? No, I just, I, I this, this uh, came to mind after reading that review of yours. Um, you had a very kind of straightforward and honest uh, closing to that review where you just feel like I, you feel like you lost money. Essentially, I'm no better off than when than, 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 than yeah. I'm actually worse off than when I started because <laughs> now now I'm I'm out 140 bucks, which to which to like a broke watch person like me is a lot of fucking money. You know what I mean? I wonder if you should just. OK, we can talk about it later. We can talk, we, gonna, we can talk about it in the main that watch. <laughs> we, uh, I have a I have a couple ideas on what I can do with this watch. Um, but first, first, we have to honor one of the few traditions we have on this on this 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 fucking lurid ass show. We have to do a wrist check. 
Would you like I to do. go first? I feel like I'm talking an inordinate amount, more than usual. Would you like to go first? Yeah, I can. I can go first. I am. Um, I'm certainly wearing a watch. I know sometimes you're afraid that I'm. I'm gonna surprise you one day and be like, "No, I'm not wearing anything." I'd be like, "Oh, wearing socks, Michael. That wasn't part of the plan. You're supposed to wear a watch. It's called two gold watch knobs." Sorry, I'm wearing an offshore chrono. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> one day, one day you're like, you're gonna make that joke, and it's not gonna be fake, and then I'm gonna. Be, I like I'm those gonna... things, man. They they they're coming out now with these like two two tone rubber straps. Anyway, I'm not wearing one of those. <laughs> I'm wearing a Scurfa Diver 1. Oh nice. Um, nice dude. One of the recent releases that um came out with the blue dial blue bezel. Yeah. The full reference is uh ND513RD, so November Delta 513 Romeo Delta. Is that um, the one with the with yellow in it too? A little bit of yellow? No yellow on this one, but it, it does have this sort of um uh aged loom i suppose or a color tone to it but it's probably um let me take a look at the dial right now i'm wearing it by the way on a on a black and gray bond uh toxic shiznit that's so cool yeah it's it's um it's a fun watch the um so the color tone on the on this loom is probably the most authentic looking you know faux patina i've seen yeah I've, I've seen it on tutors i've seen it on you know other watches and i don't know i don't know what he did but he really he really nailed it here it's not obnoxious or or overdone it's not um, trying too hard yeah yeah, yeah so this a big is thing. if if you've never if you've never tried a scurfa or, or held one um it's kind of it's sort of surreal because you know this is really a quartz diver I think it's uh let's take a look. You know, you're gonna pay around like two thirty US. Okay. But the just the build quality is nuts. Wow. This feels this feels more sol it feels like you're holding an like a watch with a mechanical movement inside, even though it's it's a quartz watch. So he, he took an opportunity to create an affordable quartz diver that is durable, you know, easy to use, easily right. accessible. But he also went the extra mile to make sure that it was substantial and, you know, real in a way. Because I, I think you can pick up a lot of quartz divers and, you know, feel like they're nice and look good and work. But, oh, it's kind of on the lighter side. It's right. It feels this. This doesn't feel like it's price point at all. Um, that's incredible. I mean, that's like one of the perfect value to quality opportunities that. Yeah. Like 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 watch folks like us what uh, what kind of look for that's awesome. Yeah, so I I see um I feel bad I I didn't know we did a Q and A um on on Instagram the other day. Um, oh sorry, yeah, I just turned that on. It's okay, but I, I found I found uh some question that was like oh what's what's uh like what are some good watches under five hundred dollars that is not like are not the skx right 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 but yeah this this would definitely be one of them so like if somebody was looking for a nice watch and maybe they weren't really into mechanical yet um i tell them to get a scurfa um and even though he is in the uk um ordering was really simple uh shipping was really fast i immediately got a personalized email saying you know thanks for buying this michael it's it's on its way you get it in a cool little um, 
screw plastic cylinder case with your your name on a warranty card and yeah it's it's an awesome watch i um like i said i've been doing some stuff around the house this weekend and it's just an easy watch to wear what's uh what's the size in that thing uh so the size on this is 40 millimeters in diameter oh uh 47.7 lug to lug and 14 millimeters uh thick that's really but good why did they think it was bigger no no it's not it's it's kind of um it's kind of just like a like a sub it's it's a little it's a little thicker because it has a kind of um this bulging case back and uh a domed crystal that's where right. it feels super super thick um but yeah it's kind of, it's kind of like a sub some people might call it an homage but i i don't really think so um this sort of looks like like the French Navy Tudor subs, but like if if those okay. if those watches had a baby with with a Royal Navy diver from from CWC, like that's what this watch looks like. That's pretty badass. Pretty, yeah, yeah. So I dig it. It's uh, like I said, under I definitely paid under two fifty for this, and um, I would totally recommend it. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> oh yeah, hashtag hashtag not sponsored. Do you want to? <laughs> Have we reviewed one of those for the site yet? I have photos that I took and I need to write it. <laughs> oh, okay. No, that's all good. That's all good. Yeah, that, that would be a fun one to get on the site. That's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. So what are, what are you wearing? Well, if you want to talk about what I'm fucking wearing. <laughs> Is, oh my God. Is it the Invicta? Oh, no, no, no. I'm wearing, <laughs> I, I'm wearing the I stupid... Saw some, I saw some story segments yesterday. <laughs> yeah, people. You people are way too fascinated with that fucking ugly ass Invicta. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like I, I keep I keep posing like, like, oh, hey, guys, got this, you know, got this Orient in for review. Got this, like, 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 we don't care. Give the people what they want. Give them Barabbas. <laughs> it's just like, oh, my fucking God. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Here's the Invicta, people. No, I have it on my desk here. That was me dropping it. That review is coming up soon. What I want to talk about is pertinent to this episode. I'm wearing the Tiger Concept, uh, $140, uh, okay. wasted yeah. money. Um, if I if I knew every language on Earth, I would take however much time it took to say in every language on Earth that this watch was a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. I would take however many days or months or however the fuck long it took. I would say it in fish dialects. I would say it in like bear dialects. <laughs> However, I need what <laughs> old Norse, old Norse. I will say in whatever fucking language I need to to make everyone understand it is not worth paying money for this fucking watch. Like your yeah. money is better served being burned, um, being baked into lasagna and eaten. Uh, let's see what else thrown in the pool. Your money is better served doing anything else than spending on this fucking watch. You know what I mean? It just it sucks, dude. Um, I talked about it in the review, but the I think the biggest issue for me, which is like incredibly unforgivable, is and this was I think the first thing I talked about when it got when I came out of the box, this Tiger Concept. Just just to clarify, I got the like basically their Black Bay Thirty Six Blue Dial copy. Um, yeah, Tiger Concept. I know it's not like the Tiger Concept that everyone gets, but it's just like well, I should be able to buy anything that they're offering in their price range. And it should be an appropriate representation of whatever fucking quality um, they offer. And this is a watch that's pertinent to this episode also. This is a watch that I, I've always really wanted to try on, the Black Bay 36. I want to actually know what it was like um, to own it. Because I think, I think on the secondhand market, they take a big hit. It's obviously still not affordable, you know what I mean? 
So it's always like maybe one day, blah, 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 because I like smaller watches. And so I wanted to try this watch. And so I got it out of the box. It looks really cool. What I think is incredibly deceptive about this watch is from like across the room or if someone was looking at your wrist in an elevator, it would look really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like it's designed in such a way where all of those surface elements um, gleam really, really, really well, metaphorically and literally. The issue is when I took it out of the box and started playing with it, I noticed there was a gap between the case back and the case. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. That must just be like how the case is designed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of like touched the case back and it moved. And so <laughs> I was able to just open the case back with my thumb and index finger. The thing, the case back wasn't even screwed down all the way when it came uh. to me, which is like incredibly fucked up. <laughs> Because what if I was what if I was the type of person who maybe doesn't necessarily know too much about watches or who didn't necessarily check it out too much and maybe I just saw it, loved it, threw it on, and like went outside and not even got caught in the rain? What if I just sweat a lot? You I mean, know what I there mean? there are a lot of people like that. Um, I have a buddy who's who's into watches, but probably not um, not to the degree that we are. And he has like he has a couple Rolexes. He has a couple paddocks and right. um you know i i saw him once and he he was wearing his uh gmt with the crown like popped out right like, i guess he said it and he didn't really you know it happens it totally yeah. happens yeah <clears throat> you so, know so it's just like for me that's just like that was a huge red flag because i i wasn't sure if like i did something wrong and i'm like no i didn't even fucking like do i got the thing out of the box and the case back just wasn't screwed down And then a couple other people told me they had that issue as well. So I know I'm not alone. Um, And there are just so many issues with this watch. I mean, we can talk about it more in the main, main, like, like top topic area, but I've gained nothing from this. I've only lost money. You know, I, by the way, if, if you want to, I went to check out how much the black Bay 36 is um, brand new on the Tudor website. If you go to the Tudor website now, the first thing you'll see is David Beckham shirtless. On of course. Boat. Okay. So Tudor listened because the last time we talked about Tudor, it was during those Lady Gaga ads. And it was just like the Lady Gaga ads were her like, yeah, I've taken risk in my life. And then like she like lowers her boobs. hands and it's just boobs. <laughs> it's just like, hey, I know you're here for watches, but let me talk to you all about boobs. All right. Oh, boy. And the thing is, I have incredible respect respect for her as a musician, like as a, like a piano player or singer. Dude, she's got mad chops. Like, it's incredible. And so I thought, just, I thought you were gonna say she's got mad boobs. She got mad boobs. She has those too, I think. It depends. You know what I mean? But like primarily, most more more importantly, she's got mad, mad piano chops. And so to like see her in a commercial like that, where it's like, yeah, I take risks and things like that, and it's just like boobs. It's like boobs with a shirt plunging so low, it's just like, bro, like I don't you don't even you don't even see the watch. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, I remember we were talking about that on air, and I'm like, okay, I will only be uh, I will only let this slide if I can get a picture of like David Beckham's dong or something like that. Like David <laughs> Beckham talking about how he's had to struggle in his career and it's just like a cucumber with like a napkin draped over it. It just makes you like really uncomfortable. It sounds like we're getting <laughs> that. It's him on a boat, you said? Is he luxuriously draped on the back of a boat like eating oysters with a bottle of grapes? No, he's, he's just kind of hanging off the side looking looking at the ocean, uh, you know. Doing doing David Beckham things. He's just doing guy stuff, man. He's just he's just yeah, that's cool. That's <laughs> exactly. cool. I will I will I will potentially accept this. I have to go and inspect for science this David Beckham ad myself when we uh when we done when we're done we're done recording. Yeah. But um the fuck are we talking this this higher concept, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, I don't know. I think I mean, we can talk about this more specifically in the main topic, but I don't truly know how the Black Bay 36 will wear because this watch is such shitty quality. It defeats the whole purpose. Yeah, I, I don't even really think the case is exact if you compare it to the Tudor, so you might have a completely different experience anyways exactly I, I don't know if they really copied the case um completely the dial looks really good that's what's funny the dial is really pretty but like this bracelet sucks it's got a bunch of fucking like chew marks on it i'll link to the review and you guys can see <laughs> but it's just like it's just a waste of money so that's what i'm wearing i'm wearing it for this episode and so now my dilemma now is what do i do with this watch i don't want to sell it I don't want I don't want this to go back out to the watch family. I obviously don't want to give it away for the same reasons. Um, yeah. I can just I can always just part it out and take the movement out because the movement is actually pretty cool. Um, I opted for the DG two eight one three movement, which is like um, I think a Chinese factory copy of the Miyota eight two one five. And so I'm like, you know what? This is one of the brands that gives me the option of either having a Miyota or one of these um, uh, Chinese factory uh, DG movements. Let me do the DG movement. The movement's actually pretty cool. I have had no issues with it. So maybe I'll just take the movement out of there and just, I don't know, fuck around with it. I have another watch here that's related to the dis- the discussion. So I guess when we get to the main topic, we can both talk about um some some try before you buy watches. I'm excited. I'm excited. But here, before we get to the main topic, um, site updates. We got some site updates. Website updates. We do. So, so bes- besides the uh, besides that review that you you published, we also have a cool review of the Orient Ray Two. Yep. Written so, by by our very own Baird Baird Brown. We're trying to post more, so you'll every week you'll notice we're trying to just really keep the site up um especially especially because we're trying to just grow as much as we can this year so yeah that orient ray 2 is up there really really cool uh let me see here oh talk about this ray romano piece you did yeah man so like i said i uh i, I try to keep up with the netflix and with the what kids the, <laughs> with right? the kids kids are. and the jazz <laughs> music and the bopping yeah i was so stoked when i saw that he had his uh his own Netflix comedy special and it's yeah. it's done really really well and it's it's very Ray Romano you know mm-hmm. he's um if you haven't checked it out I, I highly recommend it I think it's called um you know just here around the corner or right here around the corner or something right uh he, he basically does two surprise sets back to back in uh in New York City and I was watching it with my wife and I was like holy fuck he's wearing a Casio um F91W Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I, I thought it'd be cool to to write a, a watches in the wild piece, which we're trying to do more often. Um, I see, I see some people kind of track what celebrities are wearing and whatnot. It's like, hey, look at Beyonce with this, I don't know, Bulgari snake thing. Look at, look, look at Adam Levine with this fucking, fucking weird <laughs> gummy bear Rolex. <laughs> uh, so this Ray Romano is, of course, a highly successful comedian, like probably legendary at this point and yeah. um a ton of people you know love love the work that he's done everybody loves raymond and i i just thought it was great to to see him wearing a, a ten dollar watch and apparently we're not the only people that have noticed um in the piece i link to a uh, an article in the la times where he was he was asked about it you know 
And I right. guess I guess somebody told him about the whole terrorist connection, and he's like, "Yeah, I think I'll still stick with it. I, I use it, <laughs> I use it to time my sets on stage." So yeah. he's, I, I thought that was awesome. And then a couple people read read the article and um, pointed out that if you watch Everybody Loves Raymond, you can you can see him wearing. Uh, this watcher or similar Casios throughout That's the show's awesome. history. I love so. that show. Uh, um, when it was still on air when I was younger, that show was always so fun to me. You know? Yeah, yeah. I was watching it with my parents. It was great. Ah, damn it, man. That's so good. Oh, ma, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> so we have we have two of these articles now. The first one was with uh, Bill Gates, Bill and Gates. Casio, and uh, now we got a Ray Romano one. Who so next? I'll, I'll keep I'll keep my eyes peeled for. Any other cool watches? That... I want to see. I want to see like. I want to see something just, just totally like, like ridiculous. Like I want to see. Uh, let me think here. I want to see like Arnold Schwarzenegger wearing like the Timex Snoopy, even though I know he's that's never gonna happen. But like I want to see something that people would just like one hundred percent not expect. You know who's? You know who's? Who actually got me? Um, Brian May still wears like his old Seiko. The guitar player. Yeah, the guitar player. If you look at old a ton of old photos from brian may he's Mm -hmm. wearing a seiko i think it's a 7002 so like the one you have right and he's he's been wearing the thing for years that's so epic (laughs) and i saw him in an in an interview for the recent um like bohemian rhapsody movie and he was still wearing he wears it on the stock seiko vented rubber strap Dude, yeah. the things that watch has been through probably. That's so yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So maybe maybe that's another one that we that can be, we can explore. That could be a fun one. Oh, other other really cool piece on the site here. Um, we're also trying to do more, um, more like press pieces, and then also more just like non-watch reviews, like just kind of introspective watch family stuff. Have a couple other things in the work with some other folks. But um, new watch press thing. These uh these Alpina. Alpiner, Alpiner, Alpina, Alpiner quartz watches. These look pretty cool. Yeah, they're quite. Yeah, they're they're, nice. they're they're quite quite attractive. I feel. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, definitely check the site out. Keep an eye out for things constantly going up there. Really, um, really busting our asses this year to try and do everything we can. Uh, to grow, grow, grow uh, uh, in the words of my father, death or glory. That's not, not my. I don't think. I, I, I think, wow. I think, I think that I think, was him. I think Hannibal might have said that. I don't think that was my dad. <laughs> but uh, but no, I want to try and go all out this year. So yeah, check out the website. Um, let me see. Anything else to talk about? Another huge. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep giving shoutouts until you people understand how incredible Greg Wood, Skip Rose, and Ben Newcomb are on the two book watch knobs Facebook group. All right. Yeah. Those yeah. dudes are holding it down in a way um, that we have to we have to do something like like not like not like you and I but like Michael and I have to do something. I mean, unless everyone at home wants something nice for, for for Greg, Ben, and Skip, but we have to do something nice. I think you know uh, you know how in oh is it is it in Philly where they have the Rocky statue at the top of the steps? That's Philly, right? I, I think it has to be. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, there's probably someone. There's probably like a Rockyologist or like someone in Philly who's just like, oh, Kaz. So I have wherever the Rocky statue, the Rocky Balboa statue is. We gotta do a statue. We gotta do three three different statues. One for Greg, one for Skip, one for Ben, and we have in to the put Rocky them style. in the Rocky style with the hands up and everything. But we gotta do it in front of the future TBWS office, right? Sounds good. We gotta put like a bird bath. Each each one of them's a bird bath. <laughs> 
It's perfect. I'm down. Oh man. Telling you, stuff. So here. Anything else, or do you want to kind of talk about this try before you buy situation? The the try before you buy dilemma. Anything else before we dive into it? No, I think I think that's it. It's just like so we we talk about being value conscious a lot of times, and you know, spending your money as best as you can. Can you really advocate for that if you tell people to like spend one hundred forty bucks on on something to try before you buy? It just I don't know. I, I think maybe years ago I would have been okay with it, but now it seems kind of silly. The thing is, because so conceptually, you understand it. So I understood it before, because yeah. before this tiger concept uh, uh, fucking issue, I was always like, yeah, that's probably just like the best thing a lot of these like fake copy watches offer is like, oh, you know, you can at least experience the watch to see if it's worth, but like, dude, no, like fucking. That's like saying, I don't really know if I want to shell out the $12 for the deluxe mac and cheese. So let me yeah. order the 50 cent cardboard shavings with like with like sawdust parmesan to see if I really want <laughs> the deluxe mac and cheese. Well, the cardboard shavings with fucking with, with, with shitty parmesan is not going to give you the appropriate experience that yeah. the deluxe mac and cheese would. So the idea of trying to do one thing to experience the other to see if it's worth paying fully for the other is like non sequitur. And I didn't realize that till I understood how shitty some of these like copy watches are, you know? Yeah. One of the items that I had heard from people in regards to Tiger Concept specifically is that uh, it's not a copy watch. Like they're not trying to do copy watches. And I would understand that. I would understand that if they literally didn't name the product lines after the Rolex case numbers. You know oh, is that what, I mean? what they do? I, I never, yeah. I, dude, the Tiger the, Concept site is awful. So it's, it's from 1995. From okay. <laughs> it's been the same website since 1995. You could find it, you know, through Lycos or Ask Jeeves back in the day, and you could find it through Google now, you know? Oh, it's, yeah, look, 1016. Exactly. The first thing I see. Yeah. It's an explorer. You know? Oh. So, like, you can't, like, I, like, I love you guys, but if it's, you can't say that, oh, they're not making copy watches when they're literally naming them after the case numbers. Yeah, look at this. Wow. You know? So, it's a copy watch website. I think people are maybe okay with Tiger Concepts because it's not because it's not a good-looking website. It's not trying to overtly like deceive people because there are some copy watch websites who offer like a pretty solid e-commerce experience. You can sort by like brand and it looks really pretty and there's good pictures and everything like that, you know what I mean? So, I think maybe oh. that's how like we mentioned before, there's there's a completely separate side to this hobby where people just um, openly uh, talk about collecting and pursuing uh, replicas, like yeah. actual, like it'll say Audemars Piguet on it and be flat out replica. Yeah. Like, where can I get a replica for this? Like completely different community just for that. Yeah. Um, so feels dirty every time I land <laughs> on one of those pages. <laughs> <laughs> so I think maybe that's why people don't think these Tiger Concepts are, are copy watches because they don't have that sort of like immersive replica and e-commerce experience, but sorry, this is it's a it's a copy watch. So that's that's something. Before the Tiger concept, I thought that was perfectly logical. Yep, buy a hundred dollar, two hundred dollar watch to see if it's worth saving up for the, you know, a long and thinner or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, like I, I in my experience, I've learned that's not what makes the most sense. But that still presents the issue: what the fuck are you supposed to do? If you want to buy a Black Bay 36 and there's no 
AD or fucking like mayors, because I think mayors like uh, carries Tudor and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, what are you supposed to do if you want this to be your big watch purchase? Because this is also the dark side of growing watch e-commerce. You know what I mean? You don't get the showroom experience. Yeah. You don't get to try the watch. Like, yeah, it's more accessible to buy it through e-commerce, but there's a dark side to that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, they even sell, it looks like they even sell parts on this. this yes, yeah, so that's you so mod your own stuff. Modders. Mod your tiger concept. <laughs> yeah, modders. I, I think the like some modders like, uh, like the tiger <laughs> concept site because he will sell like the dial elements and the hands. Um, which, which, like I said, the dial elements actually look pretty good, except the loom. I did some loom photos. The loom, it looked like someone applied the loom in the dark with their tongue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's so fucking. That's, that's not a good way to do it. That's not the best way <laughs> to do it. I don't. Think, you know. So, but I. I Ugh, look at that. Yeah. What? I see what you mean with the loom. Oh, the loom <laughs> photo. Yeah, dude. It looks like it looks like I did it with like a sponge while drunk. You know what I mean? And I compared <laughs> it, and, and just so people were just like, "Oh, well, bro, you're comparing it to your sumo." I compared it to my seventy dollar Invicta loom. All right, and the Invicta loom is much nicer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the tiger concept. Uh, so this is your your tiger concept. This is your experience. Um, a, a while back, I did the same thing with a Parnas uh, right. copy. Parnas is another one of these watch brands that makes like like basically just like copy watches, but they'll have Parnas on the dial, right? Yeah. So back, well, actually, this one was just. Um, this one was worse, actually, because on the okay. dial it said it said um, Marina Militaire. Or oh my Marina, god! Wow, you know, so, so it's just a, just a fake watch, just a fake ass watch. Well, at, at the time I was like, oh, this isn't bad because it doesn't say Panerai on it, but I guess some older Panerais just have that on the dial. Right. Um, I'm not a Panerai expert. I could be wrong, but I think are I've you seen not? Them. Are you not a Paneristi? <laughs> I'm not a paneristi. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to Italy this summer. Maybe I'll be a paneristi when Dude, I come back. Dude, you're gonna you're gonna come back smelling like fish and wearing panerais, and you're gonna be speaking the language. It's gonna be perfect. <laughs> I'm pumped. I'm pumped to hang out with you as uh, a newly inducted paneristi. You know. <laughs> but it was it was around the time when I was um, like getting into watches all over again, mm. and I was. You know very shy about going into a boutique and trying stuff on i'm not anymore i don't care <laughs> <laughs> but uh i was like oh these things look really cool they they're they look like wacky watches and they're so different from things like rolex that i'm reading about now so i want to see if this would work for me because they look really big and um you know, I'd go on forums and people said, oh, you know, I just wanted to see if this, this Panerai case looking thing would, would work for me. And so, yeah, I, I did it. And it was it was around like 130 bucks or, or something with um, just a seagull mechanic, like manual wound movement inside. And uh, man, the thing was weird. <laughs> um, did it feel wrong? It felt wrong. I got rid of it pretty quick. Um, actually the person that, that bought it from me, I sold it on eBay. So like in the end, I probably got $10 back or something, even after selling it. (laughs) But, um, it's funny that the guy that, that bought it or the person was like, this is broken. I want my money back. Like they, they expected just getting a a watch that ticks. 
Um, I'm like, no, you have to wind this. So that was that was also oh, a fun that's experience. Funny. Oh, because it wasn't broken. They had to wind it. Yeah, I, I so I sent him I sent him a gif of someone winding a panerai, <laughs> and then I got no reply, no response ever again. So I hope I hope that asshole felt stupid. So wait, did um, he know it wasn't a real panerai? I mean, I, I didn't say it was a panerai. I, I I probably I was probably very clear. Michael, um, you might have contributed to the issue. No, he might have thought he was buying a ten dollar panerai. <laughs> <laughs> well. I I, I I know I know myself pretty well and I'm pretty sure I would have had a disclaimer in the ad like this is a you know a this replica is a, a parnas whatever the fuck yeah 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 so wait anyway, how, did you, how it, did you buy that watch what was the e-commerce buying experience for that watch I just I got it on eBay I, there's there's oh. a, a popular seller on eBay that gets them um he's in like Minnesota or something um so that motherfucker's contributing to the problem yeah <laughs> I don't know if it's a problem <laughs> you know I, I, I think it's a problem because what if so I, I i still feel like it's possible just in my experience with the tiger concept for someone to buy this watch hate mm-hmm. this watch and think oh the tudor black bay is not for me because they're basing it on the quality of the tiger concepts that's fucked up that's that's yeah. why that's what i'm when i say contributing to the problem like that's what i mean because you're making your choice with like wrong wrong facts like like improper facts you know i I mean i guess i don't know you gotta you have to keep going you gotta you can't make your decision just on that one watch you have to i think you have to eventually go to the store and try the thing on you know but that that part is that part has got me interested um you know uh, i i know that i like the 44 millimeter panerai case Uh, i hope to I hope to own one of like the base models one day, maybe even without the seconds hand. You still um, keeping your eye out for the zero zero five, Pam zero zero five. The zero zero five or the triple zero is actually a little cheaper um, used, but it's still a lot of money. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think um, you know it. It did it for me. I guess it worked, but I I also wish I had those hundred forty bucks still. Um, because yeah. after, after spending some time, um, you know, saving for larger purchases, like when I knew I wanted a Speedmaster, I would, I would kind of like lust over a Seiko or something and be like, wow, I can totally buy the Seiko right now for $300. <laughs> yeah. So anytime that would happen, I would just take $300 and move it into like savings, you know? There so, you go. I kind of wish, I kind of wish I, I would have done that for a lot of other watches, rather than spend on, um, you know, something like an homage. So yeah, the the hundred forty bucks could have helped you reach something you loved sooner. You know. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, I um, I'm, I'm lusting over a, a Pepsi right now. That's really the only, the only watch that I'm thinking about these days, with the exception of like a CWC. That I'm looking at too, but Pepsi um, what? Uh, a GMT. Interesting. Yeah, some, some kind of GMT. Um, I know I think, that it's. Gonna, I think I think Tiger Concept has one. If you wanna, if you wanna try before you buy. Well, I have a Devosa Quartz <laughs> GMT in my hand right now. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about that watch. And this thing sucks. This thing sucks. <laughs> So this thing and I, sucks. I, I I just looked right now. It's three hundred dollars on on Amazon. 
$300. It's 300 bucks, which we know is a lot of money, but if someone was just like, bro, it's like 10,000 bucks for the other thing, 300 bucks is a steal, right? But it's not really satisfying. I mean, like, I I'm messing with it right now. The Quartz GMT movement is so screwy. The GMT hand doesn't ever align with the second time zone you're trying to capture. So the issue is almost worse than what I have on the glycine. And yeah, I, I don't know. I, I would have... The, the thing is, you you and I, and everyone listening to the show, we are all the type of... We're the type of watch consumers and enthusiasts who will kind of go the extra mile with our thought analysis. Some people yeah. will see something... So some, someone would have bought this fake tutor and been like, you know what? I really like the way this feels. This feels on my wrist. I don't think the Black Bay, you know, is for me. And, and I really, I, I know it's difficult to conceive sometimes of someone doing that, but it's, it happens. Like people, people just end their thought process there. Uh, also, want to shout out to Nick, o, Nick over at Orion Watches. He brought up a really good aspect of this, just kind of from the other side of this whole watch enthusiasm thing he spoke as as a watch maker and a watch designer it makes him feel horrible it would make him feel horrible if he worked so hard to design something and to make something that people would really love to wear and then to see another company just totally copy that and copy it shittily and mm -hmm. people would base their impression of his hard work based on that other company's really shitty copy like as a brand owner he says that like that, that's very like offensive. You know what I mean? He was I, the, the specific example he's using was like Tudor, like someone worked hard because uh, this was when I posted this fucking piece of shit tiger concept, and that was actually a perspective I hadn't like thought about. That kind of humanizes it in a way which does make sense to me. You know? Yeah. So it's just, but that still that still presents the issue. What are you supposed to do? What am I supposed? To, well, if if there is a Tudor AD here, I don't go. I'm not afraid of going into ADs and boutiques anymore. I was when um when I first started. I just don't go in them into them anymore because of my general hatred for people. I don't want to have a fake ass conversation with the rep. <laughs> it's like, oh, I saw that's a sweet watch you're wearing. No, it's not. Fuck off. Like, don't 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 talk to me, bro. All right. Like, I'm. You, you never seen Black Books. There's a great there's a great scene in Black Books where this happens. But it's just um, that's why I don't go into ADs anymore. I don't want to have the fake conversation and the blah blah blah. Like blah, blah, blah. I, I'm just, I don't. It you is. Know what I mean, it is socially exhausting, especially. I, I think I think we're cut from the same cloth in that regard. Where um, I just I don't want to talk to anyone more than I have to. First of I, all, I spent the first thirty years of my life pretending to not be the way I actually am. I'm fucking tired of pretending, dude. All right. <laughs> so if you say something to me, I'm I'm just gonna act the way I would like to act, like in my head, because it's just I fucking it's exhausting. People are pretending. gonna have fun. People are gonna have fun with us at, at uh, in in San Francisco. You know, It'll watching us try to maintain eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's wrong with these guys? Yeah, I can't. I can't make. I can't make eye contact. I think. I think people might think I'm on the spectrum when I do that, but I just. I find it very difficult. <laughs> I find it very difficult to say what I would like to say in my head if I'm staring someone in the eyes. I can only stare yeah. someone in the eyes and talk if I'm lying. How bad is that? How bad is that, Michael? 
Uh, episode <laughs> one twenty five therapy. With therapy, <laughs> dude. All these episodes are fucking therapy for me because <laughs> this is a blast. But yeah, so that's that's why I don't go into the eighties. I don't have a. I don't want to have a fake fucking conversation. Some yeah. people don't want to go into the eighties because they don't for similar reasons, or they don't like being hard sold to. This is the this is the benefit of e commerce. You can make a lot of the choices yourself, but at the same time, with a watch like the Black Bay thirty six. You should try it on. Let's say there's a different scenario. What if there's nowhere around you to try it on, and you really want it? Like, what do you? It's a big risk to save through to save three or four thousand bucks, buy the watch, and not like it. Yeah, that does kind of suck. I mean, we're we're talking, you know, majority about coastal cities, places that that have, uh, you know, authorized dealers everywhere. People. Yeah, you might you might ha- be in a situation where there just isn't a dealer where where you live. Uh, I mean, I suppose if you live where I live and you want to try on and like an Audemars Piguet, uh, there actually is no dealer here. Um, you like, have to say you have to say that brand name right, Audemars Piguet. You have to say it right, Audemars Piguet. <laughs> I like Piguet. nothing less than Audemars Piguet. You have to go into <laughs> Vancouver, I think. Uh, Vancouver, so, Washington, or Vancouver, Canada. Vancouver, BC, so Canada, yeah. Oh, boy, wow. Um, yeah, I, I, it is a huge risk to to um, just buy the watch outright, spend over 3000 uh on the Black Bay, and then, I mean, but honestly, it's, these e-commerce places, they have some pretty good return policies anyway, so. That's a good point. I mean. That is a good know. point. Maybe it's worth saving up if you find an e-commerce platform that you trust. Like if there's a website out there where you've heard you've you've heard you've heard good things. Um I don't know why for some reason one of my one of my vowels went British and I'm not really sure why. I don't know I don't know if you heard that, but that was like fucking I might have a brain tumor. That was really fucking weird. It's okay. Um I might I might be having like a John Travolta phenomenon moment. Did you ever see that movie, John Travolta <laughs> Phenomenon? Where he like no. he gets like blasted by aliens and starts like learning things, but he I won't give it away. I probably already did technically, but it doesn't matter. Um whatever dude, it's a good movie. Oh my god, John. Uh what did I say? I knew what was I was saying what I was saying. What are we doing? I forgot what you what you were saying. Damn it, John Travolta. <laughs> Damn you, John Travolta. Make me forget usually, my shit that I was Usually I, I can say. save you. But <laughs> usually you can save I there's no uh ugh. Well here, just everyone listening, just rewind the podcast to where I started and start listening from there. Cause then I'll remember. Well no, I can't remember. If you rewind it, we were talking I'm about not. return policies. Bam. Return policies. Yeah. Hell yes. Um, if there's a website that has great reviews and you know you understand the return policy, because the issue is some return policies for some of these places, they're really strict. It's like, oh well, the second you breathe on it, it's yours. It's like, uh, alright. It's like, oh well, the second you try it on, you can't return it. It's like, well, okay. Yeah. I guess I guess they expect you to get it. You know, open up the sorry cat, open up the box, and then like look at the watch, be like, like no, it's not a watch, and then return it. Like those are some return policies, like, um you know, levels of threshold, but I feel like there are, I can't remember, I don't know of any off the top of my head, but I feel like there are some websites for like, look, like, like quote unquote, like luxury watches. So like anything for me, this type of purchase constitutes anything like above like 15 or 2000 bucks where I would have to save for a long time. What about somebody like, um, like a real high end, uh, not gray market seller, but independent watch seller. Are we thinking about the same person? Yeah, it immediately comes to mind over in your neck of the woods. But David SW. See. Shipping and returns. Let's see. Um, we're, we're putting you on the spot, David SW. 
We will honor returns within 24 hours of receiving if the product is not as described. We do not accept returns for buyer's remorse. <laughs> there you go. That's fair. It's fair, but at the same time, like, dude, like, if I've never tried on this $10,000 Rolex before, and I, my first time trying it on is after I give you my $10,000 fucking dollars, what am I supposed to do? That sucks. I love Davis W. I think the website's great. I think his prices are, are really, really solid, and, like, the, the shit that he gets in is incredible. Yeah, but that's ridiculous. a that's a pretty harsh fucking return policy. Yeah, I mean... And I, I know doesn't have time to fuck around. <laughs> I know that I, I understand from an e-commerce owner perspective, he's doing that or his team is doing that to protect themselves. Yeah. But okay, let's let's check what's the other one? Crown and Caliber. Caliber. Yeah, Crown and Caliber. There's so many Crown and whatever. Yeah, I, I get <laughs> I get confused. And bl- there, there's so actually there's so many blank and blank names for businesses and sites in the in the watch world is really frustrating can we open up a watch can can we start a watch website just called dick and balls and so it's just (laughs) dickandballs.com but it's very thoughtful watch reviews what do you think it's like link and clasp like there you (laughs) go there's my new watch website spring and bar money please let me see here uh we understand updated january 14 2019 wow fairly we understand buying a luxury item site unseen can be scary whether you are buying that watch for yourself or as a gift, we also understand that having a watch on your wrist is different than seeing it online. Wow, this is incredible. It's our mm. hope that you'll love your new watch, but understand that returns are sometimes unavoidable. That's why we want to make it as easy as possible. Returning a watch is easy. So basically, wow. Okay. Seems pretty lenient, actually. It looks like they put some kind of red sticker on your watch. Hmm. Which means that this watch has been put through a rigorous inspection to ensure you're getting a genuine product. If you return the watch and the one-time use sticker has been removed or altered, we cannot ensure the watch has not been tampered with. Because of this, we'll need to put the watch back through our inspection process to ensure the next buyer gets a genuine product. So it looks like... Okay, here we go. Crown and Caliber within seven days of the shipment to return request... So you have seven days to return it. I guess as long as the inspection sticker is on there after trying it on, you're good. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's actually really fucking... Dude, eat it, David SW. That's a really good fucking return policy. <laughs> I'm crowning... Cause I, right? Because I never... I never... I always... I okay, rock and roll. Yeah. See, this is, well, this... I, those are completely different sizes of operations, though. You know? You think like, Davis W is a bigger operation? I think he's a way smaller operation. Uh, so that's, that's what I was going to say because I pictured I pictured David SW selling stuff like in his garage next to his golf clubs. You know what I mean? He's I think it a, was like that for a while, but he he lists the location in in Orlando now. He has a he has a brick and mortar now. He has a brick nice. and mortar. Um, that's pretty cool. Some some I think it's on like Turkey Lake or some bullshit. Let me see. I think it's near Universal. You should go, man. You should go. Yeah, I should go with... and offer to sweep the fucking floors for him. Let me see. He's got. He has an AP concept tourbillon right now. You I don't know what that, that means. I only know one of the words you just said. Uh, location. <laughs> I'm gonna go and ask him if he has any. Uh, yeah, he's on Turkey Lake. Yeah, he's fucking. He's near. He's near Universal. This thing is only one hundred and ninety-eight thousand dollars. I could. Oh my God, I feel like I could. I could sell my own organs and still have to put it away on like layaway. <laughs> <laughs> Right? How much does a kidney go for on the black uh, market? I don't know. It's been a while since I've looked visited, it up. <laughs> visited the black market. <laughs> oh man! So like that, that's that's 
I think you can make the try before you buy thing work these days. You just, you'll just still have to spend some money. I don't, I don't like the idea of buying something cheap to see what the expensive thing fails, feels like. You have to find an e-commerce uh, platform, an e-commerce retailer that has a return policy that has obviously their best interest in mind as well, but also yours, you know, yeah. like that little intro on the crown and caliber thing. That was, that was incredible. Like, and you're right. It is different size operations. I think crown and caliber, I think they're, Oh my God, they're based in Atlanta. They have like a huge staff. David SW, I think is a smaller or kind of more like nimble operation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but still, I doesn't, doesn't mean he can't support people, uh, with a competitive return policy, you know? What other watch websites are out there? Oh my gosh, should we check the Joma Shop website? I'm checking HQ Milton right now. Oh, that's, that's, another, a, that's another really good one for Rolexes and yeah. stuff, right? We are direct and to the point throughout the entire process of buying, selling, and trading. Um, Let's see. Full refund policy. We will conduct a thorough inspection of any returned item. Provided the watch is returned in the exact same condition, we will issue a full refund for the timepiece. Less shipping and insurance costs. Buyer assumes all risk in returning the item. Um, I don't see like a time limit. Oh, oh, you will have a five-day inspection period. If you are okay. not satisfied, call for a refund. There you go. That's pretty straightforward. No refund, no refund will be made after the five-day inspection period ends. That's pretty good too. I That's mean, good. That's good. It's not like David SW saying, hey, if you bought the watch, just sit in your fucking thumb afterwards and go fuck yourselves. Because that's basically... I'm sorry to be ragging on David SW right now because usually we say great things about his site on air, but like that return policy irked me. The Joma Shop one... Yes, I just used the word irk. Uh, that Joma, This Joma Shop one looks pretty cool. If you are not satisfied with your purchase, you may exchange or return it for a refund, excluding shipping and handling, which is whatever, within 30 days uh, from our shipping warehouse. Uh, bu -bu -bu. remember the cost of shipping will deduct from your total refund yeah basically if you're not happy they'll just take it back that's good so maybe maybe it's just not worth it to buy a cheap watch yeah <laughs> I suppose <laughs> but that does the thing is that also puts people in the bind of having to save that much money which is tough sometimes because it's you want to know it's worth it to save the money. But, I mean, you can also look at it this way. If you're saving that much money, you buy a watch. Let's say you buy a watch from Counter Caliber. And um, let's see, let, 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 let's be more specific. Let's use let's use my dumbass example. Let's say I save up enough money. All right? Come with me on this journey, watch family. Let's <laughs> say I save up enough money and I'm able to buy the um, Omega Bond Quartz Seamaster 2541, the one that Pierce Brosnan wore uh, in Goldeneye. Anywhere between like twelve hundred and seventeen hundred bucks. Let's say I save up enough money, um, and I buy it from 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 Crown and Crown and Crown and Caliber. You know what I mean? And let's say I get it and I wear it and I hate it. I return it. I still have that money to play with. Yeah, that's still a benefit. Like, yeah, it sucks having to save up so much, but it's not like you're out of it. You still come away. What's what's the what's the what's the technical term in the black in the black or even in the green in the green? In I think green? I think it's colors we're looking for. In, I'm fucking bad at color. Only color I know is brown. And I hate it. <laughs> um, let me th <laughs> let me think. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. The, well, but either way, you know what the fuck I'm trying to say. You know what I, I mean? Do. Like if you save that much money, 
and you don't like the watch, you get your money back. You can still do something cool with it. You're not out. So it's not like you're saving with risk. So mm-hmm. I'm 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 just also just having this like moment of clarity now where I'm like, okay, it's 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 worth to save. So let's say I get that court seamaster and I don't like it. I get my fifteen hundred bucks back. I could I don't know, what else could I put? I could put that in that in that sweet orange star moon face. You know? And have and have money left over for I'll a nice dinner. I'll, I'll probably have a couple hundred bucks left over. Go and celebrate with my wife, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I can recommend um doing this anymore. To be honest. I can't. I feel bad because I feel like that I don't think we've ever like overtly said it on air, but I have expressed that opinion to some people. It's like, oh well, you could always just buy like a cheap watch to see if cheap copy if you see if you like it. It's like, dude, no. Yeah, like, no, man. Like I, I, if I said that to you, I feel like I take it back, man. You know what I mean? I don't know what to do with this tiger concept. If you bury it in the dirt, do you think it'll sprout like a tree of fake or maybe like real tutors? Maybe it's like a magical seed from Zelda. I don't know. <laughs> verdant alchemy? Are you asking me if I can do verdant <laughs> alchemy with the watch? <laughs> I can try. I spec everything for charisma, dude. I'm not really good in spellcraft, man. You know what I mean? I might I might do this with the Devosa. You just bury it? I just like throw it into the sound. I'm pretty sure that's not a throwback. We don't want your garbage. We got enough bullshit in us right now. Oh, boy. I'm telling you, dude. So I'll figure out. You know what, maybe, you know what I can maybe intentionally do? I could intentionally drown it. Well, at least there's Would a good be, movement in there. This there thing is, is just good, like a bad quartz GMT that doesn't really work. And it has true. a dive bezel. Wait, your GMT has a dive bezel? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's a pretty good dive bezel. Bad watch. How does it look? I'm curious. How does it look? Like did like 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 take take the feeling take the feeling out of it. How does it look? It, it looks bad, man. I really? mean it just okay. it just makes me want the real thing even more. And it's like, I, I don't know. I talk to people about the, um, I talk to people about the, the Black Bay GMT or like the, um, the new Rolex uh, on the Jubilee or even an old one, right. like a 16750. And they're like, yeah, man, it's like super expensive. I mean, I know I'm going to have to save for like five years yeah, <laughs> to buy a link. Um, <laughs> Please, sir, just, can I have some more? <laughs> it's just like. It just makes you want the real thing even more, which I guess yeah. is a good thing. But it, it, I try wearing this thing for an expended, extended period of time, and I just immediately take it off after an hour. I'm like, yeah, just feel I have dumb. this similar experience with the with the time concept. I know that's snobby, but we are two broke watch snobs. There is a degree of snobbiness in what we do. Yeah, the show is um, called Two Broke Watch Snobs. Called, not called Two Broke Watch, um, you know, amical conversationist. You know what I mean? Like it's called <laughs> it's called Two Broke Watch Snobs. Let's 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 be let's let's be our be real over here for a minute. Um, but but my I guess my question specific, specifically is like let's say let's say you were in an elevator or someone else. Let's say let's say you knew nothing about watches. Let's say you're like me, you know nothing about watches. And you get into an elevator with someone and you see them wearing that Devosa, would you think it was a good looking watch? Like are its surface elements finished to look well on wrist? A part of how it feels or is it finished like donkey shit? Eh, it's the <laughs> bare minimum. 
for okay. something to look nice. So I, I have a quartz, I have a quartz GMT here that's three hundred dollars. Okay, and I have a an insane quartz diver on my wrist. That scurfa, yeah, like this scurfa goes above and beyond what is what is usually done for a quartz. Incredible, diver. yeah. Devos is bigger, um, you know, and you do not get that feeling with with this watch. It's it, it's fine. <laughs> it's just it's fine. It's all fine. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna send this Tiger Concept to you. I want I want to because you told me you're you were interested not in the Tiger Concept but in the BlackBerry 36. <laughs> so yeah. I'm gonna send this. I'm gonna send this watch to you, and I want you to compare it to the Devosa. Are you excited? I'm excited. I'm literally I'm literally about to mail you my problems. <laughs> so that's what you're gonna do with it. Okay, cool. <laughs> now now we know. Now well, we know. When, when, you do, when you're done when you're done with it, you can just put it in a tube and just mail it back to me. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> rolled up newspaper and throw just, it. <laughs> rolled up in a newspaper with a bunch of fish guts. Okay. <laughs> just put it in a jar with dead fish and milk and then just mail it to me. And that way I can open it and have a nice, you know, fish fish milk cake surprise. Do you like salmon? Do you like salmon? I, uh, yeah, in certain situations. I ate a lot as a kid, but I like salmon rolls, like sushi. So, because, I guess because the salmon here at Pike Place is so in demand, um, and and the the companies that, that do it there are so huge, they'll ship it to, like, anywhere in the U.S. So I can, I can buy a whole fish, a whole like smoked salmon for you i'll okay. stick the watch in its mouth and then they'll put it in the special container and then that's how you'll get the watch back i don't want you to put i want you to put the watch in the inside the fish i want to get elbow deep in the salmon to try and retrieve yeah this hunk of regret <laughs> uh, i think that's you know what, what i'll do that's what yeah. i'll do when i'm done i want it to feel like i'm fucking traversing inside jabu jabu you know what i mean <laughs> To try and get this fucking watch back. I'll stop them. I'll because they. I think if you buy something, they do this chant and then they they throw the fish over your head. And I'll be like, stop one second. Let me shove this watch in there. <laughs> Let me shove this trinket. Let me shove this trinket inside of this one inside of one of God's dead beautiful creatures. Now I'll, I'll get so so kicked out. Those guys you are think so, so busy. Oh yeah, dude. My my father in law. Uh, he. <laughs> He visited one time and he was trying, he wanted to, he wanted to buy something, get it like prepared and then ship to Miami. And he, right. um, <clears throat> he haggled with the guys, okay. tried haggling with the guys. They didn't these like guys, that. These guys have more money than God. You know, they like, they actually, some of them own a huge portion of the market. So they were just like, get out. <laughs> wow. The time <laughs> I waste haggling with you, I could make three or four other sales. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> so don't I don't recommend going to the market um overall but if you do someone um, was asking on the on someone was asking on the on the Instagram questions is Pike Place overrated? I didn't feel qualified to answer. We can answer it now. Is Pike it's, Place I, overrated? I think it's, I I've had fun there. You know, I I'm I'm fine going there uh, maybe in the middle of the week when it's not so crazy crowded, but it's you know, it's cool to see. Um stuff is probably really overpriced. Uh, but yeah, I don't need to go. I, it's, it's more acceptable than the needle because <laughs> the needles, like you go, you go to the needle and it's like, Oh, you pay like $35 to go up an elevator and be like, wow, this is high. And then you go back down. 
So I can YouTube that. <laughs> wow, we sure we sure are high up off the ground. Yeah, and then and then you go back down the elevator. That's incredible, isn't it? Like, I, thought, I thought there was like a bar or a restaurant up there, or some bullshit. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta make reservations and stuff, and it gets kind of hairy. But yeah, you can do that also. I'm continually reminded that existence is quite quite horrible sometimes. and expensive. And expensive. The amount of bullshit and just life force that life squeezes out of you. I don't feel like I'm getting a proper return on my investment here. <laughs> well, that's another thing. $140 is is um, quite a bit just living uh, month to month. Right? So if you look at your groceries, for example, like look at that tiger concepts and think to yourself how much food you could have purchased. You can't eat that watch, Kaz. Not even if I send it to you in a in a salmon. I can try. I can try, Michael. I can, <laughs> I can sure as hell try. <laughs> I can smash it with a hammer and fucking you know render it to dust and carbon. Put it in a shake, and maybe get some kind of like meal out of it. Yeah, no, you're. I mean, 140 bucks. That's for a family of two with two cats. Yeah, that's a groceries, man. You know, that is definitely gross. So that's so stuck with this watch. I've learned, uh, I am thankful for this watch though, just for the learning experience. It's an expensive lesson to learn, you know, but what are you going to do? What do you say about, um, cause we have the, let me just see something. Cause there's the tire concepts, right? And there's a watch that just came out. I want to, before I say anything, I want to take a look at the price. Oh, this is much more expensive. So there's the Tiger Concepts, and then there's something like the Smith's Everest okay. 36 from Time Factors. Have you seen that thing? Let me see. I think we talked about it um, offline. Let me see. Smith's Everest 36, you said? Yeah. Smith, blah, blah, blah. Smith's Everest 36 time factors. Okay, I'm opening it now. This thing is 320 pounds. Oh, this looks like a this looks like it looks like an old explorer. Yeah, it looks more like a 10 like a 1016. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but yeah, I'll take your word for it. But um but thing is so the I think there honestly, I I think this is a different situation cuz Smith's it's a it's a legacy brand, although it's not British owned anymore, is it? They never made this watch. Oh. So this is this is an odd situation where Smith's is calling something the Everest, <clears throat> but the Smith's that went up Everest never looked like this. It looks like it looks like the explorers that came after the expedition. So this 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 is a bunch of bullshit right now. It's not. I, I mean, you can say. It. I don't work for Smiths. <laughs> it looks. I don't care. It's a strange looking watch, but I, I I think I think the quality is going to be a little higher on this. It's got a Miyota nine zero one five. The bracelet clasp looks interesting. Not congruent with the watch face at all. <laughs> no, it's it's the same it's the same clasp or a similar one that you get on the Raven Venture. Yeah, I, probably the same exact one. Time factors, blah blah blah. This is weird. Um, so you do you think the market for these watches is probably not Smith's enthusiasts? Because this is not the Smith's that went up there. 
This is probably people who want a Rolex Explorer but don't want to pay Rolex Explorer money. Yeah, I think so, but it's more expensive. So it's because the problem is this so this is also this is also another segment of the tribe before you buy. There are watches out there which are more expensive than 200 bucks USD. A lot of a good chunk of micro brands that exist fill the market of basically creating good quality like homage-ish watches, you know? Yeah. Um, not too many micro brands are doing like tr- like truly, excuse me, truly unique designs. And so is that a try bef- buy before you buy situation? The problem is I would rather pay this 300 pounds. What is it, 300 pounds, 350 pounds? Yeah. I'd rather, pay, yeah. I'd rather put that as something, I don't know, that I would like like i don't because that, that's a lot of that's 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 not like try before you buy that's that's not like a try before you buy price in, yeah, in my opinion 418 dollars yeah right dude what, what could i buy with 418 but do you think do you think people will buy something like that tire concept and be like oh this is like not good maybe i gotta spend a little bit more on on a on another copy and then they'll Better, try they'll try yeah. this smith's you know it's possible. It's possible to fall down that rabbit hole, but I actually, yeah, I could totally see someone doing that. And if that does happen, I implore you, stop, stop, just stop. <laughs> like either put that four hundred and something that um, looks like itself and just is an authentic representation of someone's specific design, or and I know it sucks. Just save, just save and wait. I well, say that knowing it sucks super hardcore. You know there's I mean? something there's something we've never talked about before. Um, there are so we talk about not having an authorized dealer in your area. Yeah, but there's probably a jeweler in your area somewhere that sells watches. Um, okay. A lot of a lot of times they're they're just kind of family owned. Have been there for for decades. So like, and, like 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 an independent brick and mortar, like a mom pa jeweler kind of situation. Correct. Correct. Right. So. So um, at the Seabold building in Miami, we've we've talked about that place before. Yeah, there are a ton of places that sell watches, and where, um, you know, when the time came to propose to my wife and get a ring and stuff like that, I could never like buy the ring right there. But yeah. you can put something on layaway. So we never talk about layaway on the show. Oh, that's a good. That's, that's I. I uh... I feel like that also might be like a like a generation thing. Our generation doesn't seem like the layaway type. I, I mean, I it it came but, to but me through buying guitars. Like that's how I bought guitars. <laughs> and I had you as yeah, well. Yeah, I've done the layaway thing once, and I eventually ducked out of it. But yeah. um, that's a really good point. I don't think. I I don't think like big brands offer layaway. I think it's only like independent jewelers because the only time I've ever done a layaway thing was at. Like a small independent music shop for a guitar. Well, that's what I mean. I, I've seen I've seen the Tudor Black Bay Thirty Six at this specific jeweler, um, and, and their policy is like, you know what, you take as long as you need. Um, so how does just, how does layaway work? You give them, you give them at this specific place, right? <laughs> you just got to give them something, like the first day. You're like, oh, I want to put this on layaway, and I'll. I, I can do monthly or bi-monthly or quarterly. You know, you can literally go in there as often as you want. And but do you not get the watch until you fully pay or do you get correct. the watch? Okay. You get the watch when you fully pay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So it's, you're saving up, 
but you also feel like you're chipping away at it <laughs> every time you go in there. That psychologically, so, that might be more satisfying than just to like have it accumulate in your um, savings account or whatever. That's actually a really good point. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, and you you get to try before you buy. In most cases, you that's true. You, you got it right there, and then you can make up your mind and say, "Hey, I want to put this on layaway." And maybe the ultimate whatever. culmination of this episode <laughs> is encouraging you to support your local jewelers <laughs> and, if you and, got any if you got any around you some folks don't you know and and just your money in general because i yeah, i think um like like we've said many times this year i'm trying to be more um intentional with with how i spend in the watch space yeah <laughs> um, making sure that i think everything through and um you know not not making any any rash or uneducated decisions so uh if if a local jeweler helps you do that you know rather than going crazy on on homage pieces or or copies to give you some kind of weird idea first um you know just take a little more time we we move way too fast (laughs) and I, i know i know things take a while um and you you want that watch right now but just chillax for a little bit it'll be it'll be worth it in the end that's a layaway man i totally forgot about layaway yeah layaway it, like you said it is it is kind of old school like a generational thing <laughs> i think it right because usually like these days it were oh my god Dude, I, I think i put a skateboard on layaway once and i was like 13 oh god, you're so <laughs> much cooler you're, you're, you're were like, such a you're a much cooler kid than i was i couldn't man. i couldn't afford the skateboard outright so i did layaway <laughs> Okay, Bart Simpson over here, dude. Yeah, because the thing is, I feel like I'm gonna sound super weird. We're such an Amazon Prime generation. Yeah, click two days here. You know, um, the idea of doing something over a prolonged period of time—it's uh, <clears throat> weird. But I think the layaway thing works. Mm-hmm. The only problem is, hold on, I'm 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 currently right now choking on a piece of cat here. One second. <laughs> goddamn professionals here god damn it all right <laughs> sorry um the only issue with me is the jeweler that's around here locally to me i don't like them <laughs> i hope their building burns down oh i know <laughs> is that a family-owned place I, it I, is I, oh okay okay and i hope they're all struck with plague for how they made me feel <laughs> but that's a whole different episode man you know but uh there's gotta be another jeweler around here yeah for gotta sure be. And if wasn't not, there I'll... wasn't there a place that <clears throat> you were thinking of servicing um, your chrono at? This was, was the place. Oh, this was the place. Yes, mm, that's a shame. That is a shame. I'm actually selling that chrono. My pole yacht, thirty-one, thirty-three. Sad. Yeah, eh, it's okay. I've had a good time. Had a good time, like hunting it. Had a good time spending with it. And I think um, I think it's time to move it to uh, to a new home. You know. Okay. okay. Selling that, I'm selling the Omega Seamaster 32, the vintage one. Um, one other thing I can't recall right now. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I guess there, God, there's got to be some other jewelers around here. You think but luxury of time in Disney Springs will let me put an Hublot on layaway? You can ask, or one of the Braemonts. One of the Braemonts. That would be nice. <laughs> can I put this on layaway for the next four hundred years? <laughs> so can we say? Can we then say that layaway is probably better than than doing this? 
I think layaway, so if you have the option of doing layaway, do it because it feels much more productive than just saving. Yeah. Like psychologically, it feels so productive. It's not like, okay, I now have $400 in my bank account. It's now, okay, I've now, I put 400 bucks into the watch. Yeah. I'm only, you know, 400 away. I'm only five, 900 away, whatever the fuck it is, you know? So I think... You know, you know, you know. It's funny as as we start talking about layaway, the sun came out over here, so it's shining <laughs> upon the realization <laughs> that we need to dust off the tomes of old commerce and bring back layaway. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell, man! <clears throat> Let's recap here. Let's do a recap. Copy watch is bad. Saving okay. Layaway best. That about sums it up, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Oh, this has been incredible. Now I'm now I'm like all amped trying to figure out what I can get on layaway. I don't know. You'd find find some jewelers in your area, or I don't know, drive down to Miami, go to one of those <laughs> one of those Seabold building places. That place was pretty. That place was pretty incredible. But I think if I asked to put an Orient on layaway, they'd laugh at me. Uh, they. <laughs> I asked about. Uh, I think the one watch they won't do it with is something like a new Pepsi. Okay. They'll be like, wow. they'll be like, no. Because somebody's going to walk in right after you and buy it <laughs> for $18,000. Right. Not, not bad an eyelash. Do you think Do you think some boutiques do layaway? Or no? It's like, because like every time I'm in a boutique, it's always like, um, oh, well, you could always just use Omega's money and like they'll put you on like the pay, like the repayment plan or whatever. Like they'll, they'll do probably, a credit pull. Yeah, no, they'll, they'll either like set you up for their own like card or like no. do something with... Uh, a firm you know like financing and nah, fuck that yeah shit. then it's a hard pull a lot of times and no that's i don't bullshit. know about that that stuff no. makes me feel weird <laughs> it makes me because it's just like <sighs> you know i have i have I'll, i have done it with paypal though um yeah well we were that's right we were talking about this yeah 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 because paypal i've <clears throat> i've had the the credit like paypal credit since it came out yeah um and but you got to make sure you're you have it all wrapped up in six months, whatever you buy, or the, or else then you're gonna get charged some crazy interest. Interesting, because I I seriously contemplated the PayPal thing. We were talking about this offline a while back. I I seriously contemplated the PayPal thing because there was an incredible quality um, Omega Seamaster two five four one, the quartz bond um, semester professional on like yeah. I think it was Crown and Caliber or something, and I'm just like I felt so compelled. To try and jump on it immediately, I'm like, wait a minute, maybe I can just do the the PayPal fucking, you know, uh, like like credit thing or whatever. And then like I knew you had it, and I asked you, and you're like, yeah, they do a hard pull, and I'm just like, uh, I'm trying to buy a home, and like I know that's going <laughs> to yeah. entail like a credit check. It's going to look really bad. Yeah. If I just randomly did like a PayPal line of credit for a watch, you know. So yeah, and then from and then from that moment on, it's very tempting to land on a watch page and you see the little PayPal credit button. You're like, "Fuck!" Yeah, <laughs> I can get this like right now and you know pay it off uh, without any interest. Now there's that it. too, but you got to be pretty disciplined. Yeah, um, and okay with a hard pull. You got to be a one potato chip kind of person, which I don't think yeah. many people are. You know, I am. I like Fritos, and that's about it. Well, that's corn chip. Yeah, it's a chip. It's a chip. Okay, it's can, a chip. And I can start fires with it. <laughs> really? Yeah. In Boy Scouts, they tell you, you keep some God. corn chips in your pocket. You can you can use it as a little 
I can't remember. Match. Did you make Eagle Scout? I can't remember if we talked about this. I did not. I stopped at Life or something. Or fuck is I stopped at Life too, but in different scenarios. What is <laughs> what is Life? There's different ranks. It's like I, I stopped a little bit before, so no, I did not make Eagle Scout. <laughs> Wouldn't Life be higher than Eagle? I feel like Life. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, you're like your beginner, your 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 life, your eagle, and your mouse. Like, I it, feel it should like be. life I found, should be. I found out that for eagle, you have to do like a, a, you have to do like a volunteer project. You have to like rebuild a bridge or something, and uh, with, with 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 Fritos, you have to rebuild a fridge, a fridge, <laughs> a fridge, build a fridge out of Fritos. My dyslexia is kicking in. You have to rebuild a, a bridge with Fritos. Yeah, no, but I did not. I did not make that. Man, that's fucking crazy. But here, okay. let's um I think this has been an incredible discussion. It's definitely been super eye-opening for me just because I've still I've been stewing in 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 solitude alone with the realization that this this tutor was a bad decision, but I have gained an incredible kind of like experience from it. Um and I think it would be incredible if we could save each and every one of you 140 200 bucks by yeah. not going through this experience as well. It is not worth buying a cheap watch. I throw it down to care my cat. I'm sorry, sweetie. It is not worth buying a cheap watch to see if it's worth uh, to stay for the big thing. Just stay for the big one. Try and find something on layaway. Do your research. Um, if it's something, if it's a purchase that's really actually special to you, you will go the extra mile to make it work. Yeah. You know? I, I still think some people are going to get mad. Right, what? But just, just this in general, because what if the big one is a 5517 mil sub? You're gonna tell him to save for that. I think this uh, the onus is also on the person to understand what a reasonable purchase is <laughs> sure. and what an unreasonable purchase is. There are people out there, and I'm sure there's some that listen to this show where it probably is possible for you to save for something like that. If you're like me, it is impossible. The only <laughs> way I could possibly save for a watch like that is if I became a Bond villain right now. You know what I mean? Like it's just there. I think. I think in the watch collector's brain, and we can talk about this on another episode, there is a part of the brain which recognizes purchases that will never happen, which is the reason why I think the Guilty Watch Pleasure uh, podcast episodes exist. Those episodes exist mainly for watches that we'll never actually buy, but we love yeah. you know. But then there's a part of the brain where there are watches you, you can't afford. So if you're in the position of like, oh, well, I want to save up for a mill sub, what am I supposed to do? First... Is it actually conceivable you will save up for? Not even okay, not even save up, find. <laughs> if you will save up for and you will find um, you know, a mill sub. Like these are the really tough questions um that we have to kind of like face. And it's really difficult with all this watch porn going on and all this crazy, you know what I mean? It's it's really tough to keep it real sometimes. Yeah. That's that's my thought. What do you think though? For someone who wants to save up for the mill sub and they hear this episode, it's like, well, fuck you guys. You know, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Fucking get it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Get a jack if you really want it that bad. Go nuts. Yeah. Man. Uh, this 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 was fun. I think it's a good time to do a recap. And uh, like you said, save save your money. Try to find... Uh, Be smart, man. Try to save find money. time to breathe. Maybe uh, a place to try it on. And, uh, you know, who knows? Like... I was drooling over the Black Bay 58 for a long time, and then I tried it on, and I was like, meh, whatever. <laughs> it's certainly a watch, you know, it's got it's got hands. Yeah. 
that's that's basically my feeling on that watch and everyone is like jerking off over it <laughs> oh that's so good but yeah man to recap uh really really fun episode the try before you buy dilemma episode 124 for the wrist check you were wearing the super super cool scurfa i think the thing is so i think the thing is so killer dude oh i didn't i didn't i wanted to ask i didn't ask uh, what's the lug situation? Do you have drill through lugs or screw lugs or no drills? What is on there? Drill lugs, 20 millimeters. Wow. Yep. Perfect. That's pretty damn spot on. 40 millimeter, 47 uh, lug to lug, 14 millimeters thick, 20 millimeter lugs, drill through lugs. Bam. Yep. That's, that's, that's pretty awesome. hot. That's pretty goddamn hot. For my wrist check, I'm wearing this um, piece of uh, piece of filth uh, Tiger Concept <laughs> made of sorrow and old uh, dentine ice tinfoil wrappers um, this thing is my plague it's my curse it's my mark of Cain I don't know what to do with it I'm gonna say, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna say it to you I'm gonna say it to you so yeah. you can so you can <laughs> I'm here to get some smoked salmon there's <laughs> there's a I'm gonna I apologize if I'm fucking this up I think there's a Mitch Hedberg uh, Hedge, Hedgeberg joke um, he doesn't understand people who hand out flyers like on the street, like, oh, here's a flyer for a comedy club. Oh, here's a flyer for a venue. They're basically saying, here, you throw this away. So, <laughs> yes, I think I think it's a Mitch Hedberg joke. I apologize if it's not. So that's what I'm doing with this Tiger concept. Yeah. Here, Michael, you throw this away. I'm mailing this to you. Um, don't throw it away. We can figure out what to do with this. We can live stream its death. We can live stream like you, like river dancing on it with clogs or something yeah. like that. Steel toe boots, <laughs> right? You can run it over in your Honda Fit. The Honda Fit, yeah, that'll take care of it. That'll handle this 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 is a job for the Honda Fit. Right. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh recap. Check out the website. A lot of really cool fun stuff on there from this past week. A lot of cool fun stuff coming up this week. Um we're really busting our asses. If you have ideas or a review you want to contribute to the site, please totally hit us up. I'm always open to hearing everything. And if you're curious, some people have asked, basically anytime you contribute three reviews or articles and you're interested in kind of being included in future ideas because i have a big like list of reviews that we're doing um those people get the author profiles on the website so people who have author profiles uh it's greg bedrosian obviously um baird brown mark signorelli uh i think mike, mike razak has one i'm adding a couple more so if you see those and you're like oh that's weird how does that happen basically three three reviews or articles and you basically have to just want like like if you're okay with creating a contributor profile if you continue to contribute mm -hmm. on like a reoccurring basis so yeah uh, there is a contributor fee now we do pay uh for the contributions i think we're working on like different like a different pay structure if you do a review versus if you just do like a presser like a press piece you know what i mean i think that's fair right because they're different levels of work yeah i think so so <clears throat> so we're just trying to do our best to make this work uh you know for everyone uh, so if you have any ideas, always open to hearing. If you want to review something you got, um, definitely open to like micro brands. Maybe we haven't covered. Um, I think that'll be interesting. It, just in terms of like things that people own. A lot of the reviews that we're working on right now on the spreadsheet, it's a lot of pieces that get like Google searches. So it's a lot of like Seikos and Timex and maybe some stuff that you wouldn't normally see reviewed elsewhere, which is kind of where this Tiger Concept review um, came from. So really just trying to do something different. If you want to be a part of it, let me know what's up at tbws.contact at gmail.com. The email again, tbws.contact uh, at gmail.com. 
Um, also, let us know your thoughts on this week's show. Have you been in a similar situation where you bought a fake-ass watch to see if it was worth buying the real watch and you had a similar experience or did you have the opposite experience? Did you love the fake watch and then love the real watch if you actually attained it? Like, I'm super interested to hear because everyone's always going to have different perspectives and experiences and bullshit like that. So, um, we're looking forward to hearing from everyone on that. Uh, if there is a watch you have in the crosshairs, also feel free to share that in the Instagram comments for the episode or in the comments on the website. Um, I want you guys to feel empowered to kind of comment on the website if you feel inclined. Um, some people have experienced issues. I think I fixed all of those. Uh, they'll get like an error when they leave a comment. But if you see mm. one, just email me a screenshot. Totally cool. Um, I'm always trying to fucking fix something on that site. Fucking site, dude. You know what I mean? Let me think. <sighs> I think that's it. I think that about I think that about covers the recap. It's a good recap. Good episode. Is it that time? Should we, do we have any parting words? Don't do drugs, kids. Or if you do drugs, don't get caught. <laughs> Certainly if, don't do drugs. <laughs> I think we could leave it at that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Fine. Don't do drugs. Uh, okay. Keep an eye out for this. I have it right here. This Invicta review. I think people are going to be pretty surprised by this. There are, surprisingly, there are pros and cons of this disgusting Invicta Bolt 25552. Yeah. That's the, I don't know why that's the reference number. That's the reference number. I can't wait. I can. I just want it out of my home. Oh, okay, that's that time. That's that time. Hope everyone's had a good time. If you had a good time, please go and consider checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash twobookwatchnobs. Um, you can check out sort of uh, our plan for growth. You can also donate to the show, which will basically put right back into making the site and the podcast better. There's a really big plan we have for this year. And so uh, anyone that loves the show enough and is entertained enough and that believes in what we're trying to do enough, anyone who contributes to the Patreon, you are directly contributing to us growing and just trying to have, trying to just make it fun. Make it fun again. Like, I know we take things too seriously sometimes, but I feel like people don't have fun sometimes with horology. You know what yeah. I mean? Make it really mad. Make it really mad. It's just like, oh my God. I was about to do the neckbeard voice. I made a promise. My wife. <laughs> a promise. To, to try. I made a, prom- I made a promise to my wife to try and not do the voice that much. Because we're... Um, we're we're getting back into animes. Like for a long time, I just stopped watching anime. And I don't know why. Like, I used to love it so much, and we've we had this Crunchyroll subscription, which is like Netflix for anime. And so the past couple of days, we've just been like hanging out and like watching anime again. It's been so much fun. And every now and then, there's like like a creepy like person that shows up, and I'll do the neckbeard voice like while we're watching anime, and she does <laughs> not. He does not enjoy that. You know what I mean? It's good. This this will keep people thirsty for the next episode. <laughs> The next neckbeard episode. Yeah, just watch the beating waifu with a psycho. You know what I'm no, saying? No, you failed. You I just failed. Did I failed. My father was right. I've amounted to nothing, and I've brought <laughs> no one no joy. That's okay, because my wife's not even here. So, as long as the cat doesn't tell anyone and, and watch family, as long as we all keep it on the down low, I think we'll be fine. I think we'll so. <laughs> just wants an obedient waifu, dude. That's it. That's what he wants. It's still fucking depressing. Here, I'm sorry. I should let I should let everyone go. Um, is that time? Is that sad time? Yeah. Okay. You start. I'll uh. I'll finish. Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike, and this is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Broke Watch Stops. Later. Mm-hmm.